Welcome to Live Better Longer on Legend 100.3, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Dr. John DeLuca will discuss common health issues and solutions through the modalities of integrative medicine and how they can benefit you. And now, Live Better Longer. Good morning. It's a South Florida Saturday, and it is time once again for Live Better Longer, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Mike McGann here with you. And uh, of course, joined as always by Dr. John DeLuca, Medical Director of Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Good morning, Dr. DeLuca. Uh, good morning, Mike. How are you? I am always great. Always wonderful to see you. And of course, we have with us, wearing the Mscope Neo t-shirt, is uh, uh, the lovely Courtney. How are you, Courtney? Hi, Mike. I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm doing exceptionally well. Thank you. And I'm really looking forward to today's show. There's a lot to cover. And before we get into it, uh, you can learn more and contact Palm Beach Integrative Medicine by heading on over to palmbeachintegrative.com. That is palmbeachintegrative.com. Or by calling 561-630-8722. 561-630-8722. Now, today's topic is one that is really interesting, and it's gaining uh, a lot of interest uh, in the medical community but um, it's one that I, I still feel there's not enough discussion on. So I'm really happy that this is going to we're talking about today. And it is the gut. And uh, I mean, look, people say you've got a gut. That can either mean that you've got guts and you're facing something. It can also mean that you need to lose a few pounds. No, we're not getting into that. We are talking about the gut as in an entire system that doesn't get talked about enough, Dr. DeLuca. It does not. And um, so we're going to talk about the GI system today, and I think we're not going to be able to cram in everything. I'm going to try, <laughs> but if not, we'll just pick it up on our next show. Yeah, we'll if do that's a couple okay. shows if we have yeah, to. Yeah, if we have to. We've I'm done it before. We've course, done it before. We have. So the GI system, um, you might consider it as the center of the inner universe. Wow, that's uh, that's a very strong statement. It is, and I'll back it up. Or uh, You always <laughs> do. So... Um, we have a system that starts in our mouth mm -hmm. and ends in our anus, if we can might use the term. Of course. It's um, a scientific term. It is a scientific term, and it is basically where everything, almost everything, passes through. I eat everything we eat, everything we drink. Sure. There are other ways to get things into the body, um, you know, through the skin and maybe under the tongue, but that's still going through the GI system. Right. But for, the, for all intents and purposes, it's the, you know, the number one highway into the body. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it, 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 the gut itself, I mean, we talk about it, the term go with your gut, follow your gut is a big one. And look, I'm a, I'm a performer. I'm on stage all the time. I still occasionally get butterflies. Butterflies in your tummy. Butterflies in the tummy. You got it, Courtney. And, uh, you know, we, we, we feel things from that. There's a stimulus and response that affects mood. It affects so much. In fact, there's a documentary I've been meaning to watch. It's on my list on uh, Saved Somewhere called The Gut, the Second Brain. Yes. And I have not seen it yet, but I've heard it's profoundly interesting. Mike, have you been reading my notes? I glanced at one of them, but I didn't know about the... <laughs> <laughs> yes, the gut is the second brain, and there's a reason for that. There is a thing called the enteric nervous system, Okay. and it's the nervous system that surrounds the gut. It's actually called the second brain. It has the second highest concentration of neurons... Now, that's so interesting because I've heard that recently that you're getting some of those, those cells you typically find in the brain in the gut. So the second brain concept is not just figurative. It is literal. It is absolutely literal. 
And when people say, my gut feeling says, or my gut tells me, they're right. Well, that's what they always say. The heart will treat you this way. The stomach will treat you this way. The brain goes this way. But the gut that's where is every, what you follow. And that's where everything happens. This is amazing. All right, yeah, I want to get into this. So the more I get into medicine, you know, the more we progress through medicine, the more I am convinced that the gut is the central place where everything that is important happens. Wow. And I will give you certain reasons why I think that as we go along in, yeah, in today's show. I want to learn. So we we talked about where it starts, where it ends. Digestion begins in the mouth. Well, certainly, yeah. Yeah. So um, we have a thing called salivary amylase, and we start digesting our carbohydrates in the mouth, and it goes into the stomach. Right. And then the acid in the stomach helps us digest our food. Sure, that breaks it down further. Breaks it down further. It gets passed on to the small intestine. I'm keeping this very basic. Of course. <laughs> and then uh, you know, we start the, the absorptive process in the small intestine, and we get down into the large intestine. We absorb the water, and we... You know, we have the rest of the process that, that goes sure, on. Sure, when it comes to elimination. But before that, <laughs> exactly. it's amazing to me how specialized the different areas of the gut are. It I mean, are. everything has a, such a specific purpose, and it's evolved that way for a reason. It is. So let me expand a little bit. So not only we do we have the alimentary canal, which I just described. Right. We also have things like the gallbladder, okay. the liver, the pancreas. So all involved in digesting food. Um, we have different glands in our mouth, uh, mm -hmm. in, which, which I mentioned before, that help us digest the food. Salivary and salivary, salivary glands. Yeah, so um, this is where everything happens. Now, um, a big part, or, or, or actually a large part, of medicine today has to do with the microbiome. Yes. And the microbiome is basically all the bacteria the viruses, viri as the technical term. Viri, yes. Um, the yeast, the fungus, the um, uh, worms or uh, parasites, if you have any. Sure. And that's all part of your intestinal or your internal milieu, as they say. Yes. And interesting, the more we learn about it, the more fascinating it becomes. Because one of the things that the microbiome is responsible for is digesting or help us digest our food, mm -hmm. creating food and nutrients for us that we actually use in the body. Interesting. And it also, we're just finding out now that the drugs, the pharmaceuticals that we take are actually acted upon by the microbiome and therefore having their, their downstream effects in the body. Okay, wow. So this is really a part of us. There are trillions and trillions of microbes in our, in our in dry system. Yes. There are approximately 400 or more different species, and the microbe weighs about about two and a half pounds uh, in the average person. Wow, really? Really. When you consider, I mean, the size of these things, I mean, we're talking about single-celled organisms, in some cases just a small multicellular, the, the intestinal flora and fauna. When you consider how tiny they are to build up to that kind of weight, that is a massively significant presence. It's massively significant. They talk to each other. There's, there's different ways wow. of communication. They, they send us um, signals. They send our body signals. Sure. I uh, will give you a for instance. Some people, they say, well, I have cravings for sugar. Well, sometimes they'll have yeast overgrowth, and the yeast are actually sending out signals to the body to make them crave sugar, to feed themselves. It, it, the pat, Wow. Yeah, it influences behavior, cravings, all of it. That's amazing. Yeah, so, so it's a finely tuned system when it runs correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's the disclaimer. But yeah, it's true. And, and you know, modern day diets and a lot of things that, that are not exactly uh, ideal 
for that, but I'm sure we'll get into that at some point. But yeah, it's we're, really, yeah, we've we're got to keep it in balance. There's that word again that, that we keep the B using. word. It keeps in balance. Yep. So there are different things that um, we use um, or, or make up the the uh, the microbiome. There are things like prebiotics, yes, which are, or food for the, the 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 microbes in our gut. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probiotics, which are actually the microbes themselves that we take as a supplement. Right. And that's, I mean, that's been a big uh, buzzword for, for a little while for, now. For a long time, yeah. yeah. And I don't know why they just call them biotics, probiotics. I, I haven't really... Well, I, I think people like the word pro because it sounds it's, positive. It sounds positive. It's, it's branding. It's, it's something we're doing positively. Yes, exactly. And there's there's a thing called that not too many people know about, and I touched on it, postbiotics. That's a new term to me. Yes. So postbiotics are the chemicals that the bio, the microbiome makes, such as OB vitamins, that the body then in turn uses. Wow. It, it, it's a deep symbiosis. It's exactly what it is. I mean, that, it's certainly a symbiotic relationship. It there. is a symbiotic relationship. Some people will argue that the, the humans exist to carry the microbiome around. And, <laughs> and that is probably literally an arguable point. It, it, it probably is. Ooh, man, that, that, I got goosebumps thinking about that. So if you're taking one, say you're taking probiotics, should you also be taking the pre and the postbiotic? Do people take them for different reasons? Well, yes, people do take them for different reasons. So, um, and we'll get into treatment in a little bit, but to answer your question, when we, there is something uh, out of balance in the gut, we might take a probiotic to, right. to re- replace the, um, the lack of um, adequate strains of the good guys, so to speak. Right. Um, but they're not gonna hang around unless you, get, unless you give them something to eat. Which is the where prebiotics come in. So let's define prebiotics. Yeah, and that's, let's, the, that's this is interesting. What, yeah, so that would be the fiber, and okay. some of the other things that the the uh, micro or the biomes microbiome eats, okay. such as polyphenols from coffee and different chemicals from blueberries and raspberries and blackberries. All stuff I like, so that's good. So you actually you're doing your you're, you're doing your biome well by feeding those things. Okay. And then sometimes we actually give postbiotic chemicals. Uh, for if like somebody has a really deranged microbiome, they might not be, be producing enough of, um, say, uh, butyric acid or butyrate, mm-hmm. um, which actually the the cells that line the gut actually use for fuel. So wow. so when there's fiber in the gut, the the microbiome will ferment that, creating these um, these acids, butyric acid uh, and other things that they use for fuel. Uh, they use for fuel. Acetate is is, is an antibiotic. It's a, it's, a, it's actually goes in and, and helps uh, sterilize, if you will, wow. the other things. So it's a very interesting, intricate, and closed off system. Well, I keep on hearing the song "Circle of Life" in my head because that's what it feels like to me. I mean, it's it's a it's a circle. There, we need to take care of that microbiome, and then its byproducts take care of us. Absolutely, absolutely correct. Yeah. And, we, and we couldn't survive with that. If we had a sterile gut, we could not, we could not survive. Amazing. Yes. So the, the downside to that is mm-hmm. when we give antibiotics or the overuse of antibiotics. Right. We're killing that. We're, killing we're wiping that. out the flora and fauna we need. Exactly. So if we're not replacing that. Now, look, I, in my practice, I use antibiotics when I have to. Well, certainly. I mean, they've, they've saved the species a number of times, but at the same time, they're possibly out of balance at this exactly. point. Exactly. So they're a double-edged sword. And so when I give an antibiotic, I personally usually always give an antifungal to prevent any yeast overgrowth. Uh, makes sense that that would work together, of Because course. I've, many times over the years, my patients say, well, every time I take an antibiotic, I always get a yeast infection. It's like, well, I'll take care of that. And, and we are seeing 
more fungal infections out there, stronger fungal infections, and they're often misdiagnosed as it is. It, it is. It, yeah. So um, one of the things we don't look for, because it's not easy to look for, are fungal infections. Right. We, we, we were great at, like, you know, figuring out what... Here's the viral, here's bacteria, exactly. but people don't think about fungal. Yeah. Yeah, they do. It's, so they, they don't get the, um, the proper attention. And a lot of times that, that that's a problem because if you have a chronic fungal infection, you keep getting antibiotics, you're just going to get a stronger get fungal worse. infection. Yeah, wow. And I, I see that a lot. And then, um, so I, you know, somebody has a chronic sinusitis. Mm -hmm. Many times I give them a, an antifungal nasal spray. Done deal. Yeah, and the problem goes away. Wow, amazing. Yeah, we have some patients who have just reoccurring infections, um, like monthly. And really? then he started doing this nasal spray and I want to say I haven't heard of another one since. Yeah, so it's um, just like in, in being integrative. We want to like put different things Again, together. Again, integrative. Yeah. It's right there. PalmBeachIntegrative.com, yeah. by the way, is the website to learn more. PalmBeachIntegrative.com or give them a call. You can set up a consultation as well. 561-630-8722. So it, it really, it's a fascinating topic overall. Yeah, so how does one test for their gut health? Oh, great Do question. you just know? Is there tests for it? There are tests for it, but let, let's... Before you even go to testing, let's do let's just do a sil simple symptom survey. Oh, a triple S. Yeah, so you can have like uh, take this following quiz. I have a bloated or full feeling every time uh, I eat, belching or flatulence after meals. Okay. I have chronic yeast or fungal infections. Just talked about that. Yes. I feel nauseated after taking supplements. Hmm. I feel fatigued after eating. I have heartburn. I regularly regularly need antacids. Wow, I'm just kind of going mm -hmm. down and checking things off on this. I have chronic abdominal pains. I have diarrhea. I have constipation. I have greasy stools. I find that uh, food is not fully digested in my stools. Mm -hmm. You can get, you can learn, as a sidebar, you can learn a lot from looking at well, your stools. Th there's an awful lot there. I mean, and that's not even getting into something like fecal transplants, which is another uh, interesting topic. Uh, and if we have time, time, we can talk about that. Yeah, at, this at week or end. next week, because that's a very interesting one. Yeah. Um, I have food allergies, intolerances, or reactions. I have an intolerance to carbohydrates. Oh. Hmm. I have thrush. I have oh, yes. bleeding gums or gingivitis. I have geographic tongue. So that's where you have a map uh, uh, on, your, on your tongue. It looks uh, like craters. and. I've seen that before. Yeah. Thankfully, not in the mirror, but I've seen it. <laughs> I have sores or canker sores. I crave sweets and bread. I have excess stress. Nobody has that today. None of us in this room know anything about that. Not me. <laughs> I frequently have used antibiotics in the past more than one to two times in three years. I have a history of NSAID use. Okay, sure. Those are non-steroidal anti-inflammatories for anybody. Uh, Very not, nice. You know, I read. I have taken birth control pills. I have taken prednisone or cortisone. Mm. And I have a history or the family history of any of the following conditions. Autism, ADHD, rosacea, acne after adolescence, eczema, psoriasis, celiac disease, chronic autoimmune diseases, chronic hives, inflammatory bowel disease, irritable bowel disease, chronic fatigue syndrome, or fibromyalgia. Okay, wow. Now, if you have more than uh, five or so of, the, of those, um, there's a good chance that you might have something going on in your gut. And you only said two or three times of taking an antibiotic in three years? Yeah. So what happens is when you take antibiotics and you don't fully give the, the gut a chance to repopulate with the good stuff, the, bads, the bad guys, you know, they're always going to be 
good bacteria and bad bacteria in our yeah. guts. And I, as I explained to patients, as long as the good guys surround the bad guys, you're not going to have okay, a problem. Sure. But you get to that critical mass or tipping point in the opposite direction. Correct. And yeah. then the good guys are more sensitive to the, to the antibiotics than the bad guys. So you have recurrent use of them, then the bad guys get to overgrow, the yeast get to overgrow, and they start having a party in, in down there, and it's not good for you. No, in, in any situation here. With, I mean, because it, it's... It affects every part of you. It's your overall health, but it's mood. It's There are a million things this affects. Yes. Well, anything that affects your gut is going to affect the enteric nervous system. And there there you have it. It's going to affect your mood, your brain, your, your cognitive functioning. And it, not even getting into immunity. Not even getting into immunity. Oh, so as long as you bring that up, 70% of your immune system functions around your gut. Why is that? Because that's where you're absorbing everything. Oh, I mean, this is... Again, I know it's something people have talked about, but, but the depth of it, this is incredibly important. It is. And so we're constantly in our office or in integrative medicine in general, constantly drilling down and trying to get you know, to the basically the root cause of everything. And I don't think you're going to get m more basic or more root cause than the, than the, the GI system and the uh, microbiome itself. Absolutely not. You can, I mean, learn more about it. If, if you were kind of nodding your head along with... Uh, any of that discussion that we just had with that list, then learn more. Reach out to Palm Beach Integrative Medicine, 561-630-8722. 561-630-8722. So let's talk about some of the effects that, that bad gut health can have on the overall organism, whether it's thinking, whether it's mood, other things. That, 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 uh, it's a domino effect the way I see it. It is. And um, so the answer to your question is it's pretty much unheard of to find a system that the gut can't affect. Right. So there's a, we talked about, um, and we'll talk about it, well, we'll talk about it now, we'll talk about the gut-brain axis. Yeah. Oh, we, yes, great. And Let's we talked this. a little bit about it. Now, your, your gut communicates with your brain directly and indirectly. Okay. So we talked about the enteric nervous system, okay? But there's also a, a nerve that comes from your brain that goes to your, to your gut, into the GI system called the vagus nerve. Vagus nerve. It's a cranial nerve, but that's a direct communication between your brain and your and your GI system. Okay, but that's it's. I remember reading about the vagus nerve when I was a kid, and it was credited with that's why we can't hold our breath and die because the vagus nerve will cut in, and either create a hiccup reaction or something like that. I could be wrong about that. I read it when I was young, but but that's probably true because we have a yeah. It, it's going to goes to your lungs too, so, so it's going to it's kind of right there. But that that nerve ties yeah. it all together. But here's the thing, by why the, there's an, um, an incredible immune system presence. Bacteria can translocate up the vagus nerve and go into the brain. Into the brain from the gut. From the gut. Oh, boy. So there's a, a direct connection. And we have the postbiotics that we talked about, the neurotransmitters. Oh, by the way, 70% of your serotonin is made in the gut. At least 70%. Oh. Some people say as much as 90%. But still, wow. So, yeah. So, your, your gut makes neurotransmitters. It makes, you know, it makes these different chemicals. It makes vitamins. It makes everything that, we, you know, that, that we need to function. So, um, we have direct and incorrect, you know, connections. So, there is a gut-brain axis. Okay. There is a gut-skin axis. Now, your skin, you know, is all over your body, obviously. Yep. And your gut meets your skin right at your lips. So your gut is actually just your skin turned inside out and with a lot of the same, you know, um, protective mm -hmm. and barrier, you know, and so and absorptive. So we absorb things through our skin. Right. So the gut has protective and absorptive uh, functions. So does the skin. So your gut is just your skin turned inside out, meeting at your mouth. 
interesting is that the mucous membranes are there and they're exactly. a very absorptive surface, right? Exactly. I mean, it, uh, yes, exactly. And I'm picturing, I mean, you know, you, you have a break in the skin and things can enter that way. Likewise, you have a, a break in the skin in your mouth, in, inside your body, somewhere like that. Ulceration mm -hmm. leads you open to more infection or invasion. So it makes perfect sense. Yeah. So there's a gut brain access, gut, gut skin access. There's a gut muscle access. Okay. So the gut has its own microbiome. The skin has its own microbiome. The brain has its own microbiome. The discs, the inter intervertebral discs, have their own microbiome. Wow. So when I was in medical school, we, we, you know, we never thought that there was, you know, everything was sterile as far as we, we were concerned. Right. You know, obviously, the blood was, you know, not sterile, but it was sure. near enough. But yeah. The discs were totally, and when I was in medical school, they were, they were pristine. They were, they were aseptic. No, everything has its own microbiome now. I mean, so you're talking about then, you're talking about back pain. You're talking about, about issues with the spine, right? Yes. And the cushion that that's providing. That's yes. amazing. Yeah, so, it, so the, the microbiome, that's why I say it's the center of the universe and it's responsible for just about everything that's God, going on. God, you are what you eat. I mean, when I was, that, that was uh, something that threw around as a kid to try to get us to eat more healthily, but that is a really literal statement. Yes. Yeah, it is. The way we think is based upon the gut health. Emotional health, so many things come right from it. Okay, well, never think. and we'll reverse that, yes. So the way you think will actually affect your gut function. Let's talk about that. I mean, this is <laughs> what's interesting to me is this is such a combination, much like integrative medicine, is there's Eastern and Western that's coming together in this. Yeah, it, it is. And so, it's, it's a, it, so there's a, a bottom-up effect you know, the GI to the brain, also the brain, you know, to the gut, a top-down effect. Let's talk about that. That's yeah. interesting. So um, when you're under stress, you actually, and we're going to talk about this, probably not on this show, but we'll get to, into, uh, we'll get to intestinal permeability. Sure. But um, briefly, um, cortisol and other stress hormones can make your gut, um, the tight junctions of your gut, a little bit more permeable than they should be, and then you start absorbing things that you shouldn't, and that's a that's a that could be a whole show you know conversation and yeah itself, right we'll talk about that next week I think yes yeah, yeah but when people you know they oh my you know in, in Italian they would call it agita yes <laughs> uh, I got the agita again yeah so um, you know so your 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 actually your your gut function your 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 mindset you know affects because of the enteric nervous system it affects your gut function that explains why meditation and so on can legitimately help with these areas yes. meditation acupuncture acupressure some of those other modalities that are designed to release stress. Yoga, yes, absolutely. And they've been shown to increase uh, microbiome uh, health. Isn't that amazing? I mean, I, I, I'm almost speechless thinking about that. But it makes perfect sense, and we discuss it from an integrated standpoint. Yes, we do. It's, it's one, of the, one of the fascinating things about my job is I get, to, I get to think about this stuff all day long. Yeah, right. I love that. And hopefully, you know, you're, you're, well, your gut's in good shape. So you're able to keep your thoughts clear about it and vice versa. Exactly. Continue that wheel. <laughs> Learn more about all of it. Set it up. Any of those symptoms, any questions you might have about this, reach out to Palm Beach Integrative Medicine at palmbeachintegrative.com, palmbeachintegrative.com. Or you can call 561 Two, two. Why, why do people not know how important this is? My, most doctors don't know how important this is. This is, this is new in the medical literature. Um, and unless you really make a study of this, you're going to miss this. It's, you have to go out and look, kind of look for this material. But it's, it's very important. And it's, 
you know, it's it's one of the most important things. I always ask people how they sleep, how their you know how their gut function is, right. um, you know, how many bowel movements they have a day. In my office, constipation is, des- is uh, designated or, or defined as not having at least one bowel movement a day. Okay. And um, people say, oh no, I go three or four times a week. No, oh, no, that's not good. Not going to do it. No. I mean, this is, it's 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 really it covers absolutely everything, and it's amazing. I knew a bit about the gut coming into this, but. There's so much more to learn. This isn't really even getting into treatment modalities yet. And the thought patterns. I mean, it's like an, I've, one thing that was mentioned to me not too long after my son was, was diagnosed with autism, uh, there were people talking about uh, gut health being a part of that that can make it worse or better. Absolutely. As, and it's growing evidence that it's, it's part and parcel. Uh, GI dysfunction is part and parcel of um, of autistic or uh, the autism spectrum wow. disorder. And that, I mean, considering that one of the most common things I run across, not only with my son, but other uh, kids on the spectrum, is how limited their diets can be and how hard it is to get them to try other foods. But, you know, if there could be a benefit to that through a dietary change, then it might be worth forcing the issue a little more. A little bit, or ease them into it. Ease into it, and yeah. that's the thing. It's, yeah. it's little by slowly. Especially with yeah, you, you take like your, son, you know, you, you win little battles at a yeah, time. Yeah, pick your battles exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's is, like any, and they're like anybody. I, I go through it with my patients all the time. I, I know, would you, imagine. Yeah, so you have to like you, you you move the patient along. You know, some people are gung ho when they come in the office. They're going to do everything, and then some people are like, eh, I'll do a couple things. Okay, well, we'll do the couple things with them. You ready to do one more? Yeah, I could do one more. Sure. Yeah. Look, so the human brain tends to respond better, I think, to, to slow steps for a lot of people. So yes, and and as long as it's positive reinforcement, they see themselves getting better. And you know, we, we do different testing in our office, and you know, subjective objective testing. And as long as you can show the patient, hey, you do what I tell you, you're getting better. Let's keep doing, let's do more. And they usually they're usually on board with that. I couldn't agree more with that. Well, we're gonna have to do a second show on this because we only got a couple minutes left in this one, and there's still so much we need to get into as far as some of those treatments, as far as some of the other effects that, I mean, you mentioned the increased intestinal permeability, and that's uh, fascinating. I had no idea that was tied into stress either. So we'll talk about all of that probably next week. Now, learn more in the meantime by heading over to palmbeachintegrative.com or calling 561-630-8722. Courtney, how else can people follow this? Um, I know that sometimes people like to send you questions. How can they do that? Anything else to discuss around that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you can always find us on our website. You can submit questions on there, or we're also on social media, um, Instagram, Palm Beach Integrative Med, Facebook, PBI Medicine. Dr. DeLuca's Twitter is Dr. John DeLuca. And then we also have our Spotify podcast. So if you want to listen to any older episodes, you can also submit questions on there. And I actually have a few questions for listeners that they can answer in turn. Love it. Hit some of those. As we always say, just don't keep good health to yourself. So share some information information and submit any questions you may have. And, you know, we answer those on the air as well uh, on this program, too. So it's it's a wonderful thing to, to bring all together. It's integrated, right? Yes, sure is. It's absolutely integrated. Integrative uh, medicine, I mean, really, it's 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 dealing with the entire system. And, and when you're learning as much as I am about the gut today and how integrated those systems are, well, then an integrative approach is really the way to handle it. Set up a consultation, 561-630-8722, 561-630-8722, or uh, visit palmbeachintegrative.com 
to learn more. We're really just getting into the gut. So next week, tune in because we're going to talk a lot more about this. Dr. John DeLuca, Courtney, always great to have you two here. Thank you, Mike. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week as well for another edition of Live Better Longer right here on Legends 100.3. Thanks for listening to Live Better Longer, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Learn more and set up your consultation today by calling 561-630-8722 or visit palmbeachintegrative.com. Tune in next week for another edition of Live Better Longer on Legends 100.3. The preceding program was presented for informational purposes only. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. Always consult a physician for specific health care advice.